What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. For my faithful listeners who are used to ad-free podcast episodes, we now have them for you over on our exclusive membership community on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash self-care IRL. In addition to the ad-free podcast episodes, you will also find all of the gems that I have created for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. So typically, I write my show notes out for each episode, um, and then I kind of read it out very voiceover-like. I know, very fraudulent, but this helps me to not ramble as much, but... I often feel like sometimes I forget what I want to say to y'all in that process. Like I I kind of want to start doing some of these raw emotions. Um, I've done it in the past. I've called it soul dump. Um, But it's basically just any emotional vomit around a topic. So this episode will be a little bit different as I'm just in front of the mic and I'm just talking. Um, So imagine me. Just or I hope rather that you are imagining me on the phone with you or sitting across from you just having a conversation about something. So um, last night I finished the most recent episodes of um, the Netflix series from scratch. It's a limited series uh, starring Zoe Zaldina um, and the Italian guy is like Eugenio. Something I'm not going to butcher his name because my other languages accents <laughs> is horrible. Um, but after finishing the story, I went and I Googled because I was like, is this an original sh- uh, script? Like, what is this? And I realized or I realized or, or learned that it is actually a book based on a true story. Then I got even more intrigued. Um, about the, the the story. Um, most of it I just found really sweet and really enduring, um, endearing rather, and really sentimental. Like even in the beginning of their, it, it's loosely, I, I don't want to spoil it for you um, because in conversation, someone did ruin it for me because I did already know what was going to happen. But now that I know that it's a true story, I realized that the spoiler that we think is the spoiler isn't really the um, the meat of the story. Like the, the, the story really is just about grief, right? Um, and how people deal with it, how people love one person different ways, how, you know, a mom, a sister or a wife or a child um, 
just reacts to something differently or, or experiences, I'll say, uh, how we all experience grief differently, but are all very much connected and bonded to this one thing. So again, I was instantly wowed by the very at chance connection um, of the characters, Lino and Amy. Um, and I, again, I won't spoil it for you, <laughs> but I will tell you some detail about it and you can kind of figure it out through there. But um, even knowing what was going to happen at the end did not change the waterworks that I experienced in episodes six through eight, one through five. Um, a lots of people are saying it was boring and I did not find it boring. And now I did watch those episodes on the airplane on the way back from New Orleans. My birthday was amazing, by the way. Um, so I did watch those on the plane. Uh, the first three episodes I watched on the plane, I believe. And then I came back home and finished up. But um, it wasn't boring. It was more so lots of storytelling. And if you're a person like me who loves love, like I just love, um, I also just love the story of love. Like I love how different people meet and how they come to be intimate and how they come to be one, you know what I mean? And so I thought that the first three episodes really did a good job at telling those stories. Um, but one really huge takeaway that I want to talk about, because I saw this, I commented about this on Facebook and lots of people were saying like, oh, I have to um, watch this when I'm emotionally stable, which, which you know, I, I, I'm all here, right, for emotional boundaries and um, I like to call it like emotionally tiptoeing through life. I think that in some cases it is appropriate to do so. But I do often wonder for those, and this could be a question that you, you know, send in to me or answer rather that you send in to me later via Instagram or however we connect. But I do often wonder for those who emotionally tiptoe through life, and I mean the ones who don't do certain things because they'll feel a certain way, I often wonder how healed you can be if you don't really experience the feeling or or the emotion, no matter how hard it is. And I often wonder if you are doing more harm than good by actually, because you really are avoiding the emotion. So I wonder for those who do it habitually and constantly, how how much healing and, and how much good that kind of tiptoeing around the emotion is. I, I definitely understand why we do it sometimes, but for people not to ever engage in the emotions, um, it's odd. And I think uh, speaks a lot to people's emotional um, intelligence. But there was something in the movie that a lady that wanted, I can't remember who said it, but one of the characters said, um, to be humans means, to be a human means that we're going to die one day. And it just brought me back to the very main point in my book, which is we've all, we've all been duped. We have, we've been duped into believing that we all live a long life. We've been duped into believing that we all deserve to live a long life, right? Like, like we look at the good people and we're like, oh my God, 
they died so early and so and I and I get it because we want we want everyone to experience life, right? Like we look at kids who die for whatever cause, you know, even with uh takeoff from my my uh was it Migos? Um the rapper who got shot, we look at him like he's 28, the same age as my child. Like, and I can't, uh, I, I don't want to, I won't say I can't, I don't want to imagine. I won't say can't because I know, I know how grief feels. So I'm going to say, I don't want to imagine my child uh, losing their life or, or dying in that way at that age. So I, I get that notion, but it it's really is always the surprise of a thing that is interesting um, for me. But we, we, we've we all really been duped into believing that we're going to live this long life where we deserve these things. Um, and it's just not true. We are, as the old folks say, we are on borrowed time, sis. Um, and because of that, I think what I've been trying to do, what, what the lesson is for us all in that is that because we are on borrowed time, the time that we are here, the time that we are connected with people, the time that we share should really be precious. And far too often, which is the reason why grief hurts so bad for many of us, where we think about when grief turns into resentment or when grief turns into bitterness, you know, all the words when grief turns into things um, is because we have wasted a lot of the time with that person Um and a, a little bit of that story is in the Lino story. And I'll tell you this part, his his father is unapproving. Lino is Italian, Amy is black. And so his father, his father was just very unapproving of his life before he found Amy and before he fell in love. But Amy um, really does bring out the best in Lino. And his mom sees, Lino's mom sees that, but his dad is very much still stuck on um, you know, you've defied me, you've left our country, you know, all of these things, but just these things that really do keep you in a state of bitterness and anger while the other person is trying to live or wanting to live. And then in this story, something or or rather really a series of things begin to tragically happen to this family. And while I was watching, I just thought about how many times in our lives we Something happens, right, that we hate or don't hate or don't agree with, with our people that we loved. And then we get into these uh, these arguments, these spats, and now we're not talking or we're not talking as much. And then the person gets sick or they die, and now we are in a weird state of grief that we cannot resolve. Um, and it just becomes an unnecessary whirlwind of emotions and I think if we led like if we really led with the idea that life is not promised this, the, these things are very cliche to say right like life is not promised we are here on borrowed time if we actually led and worked and loved in that theory I think that the grieving time whether we get to say the goodbye or not, wouldn't be as painful because we knew that we did all that we can with the connection. We didn't waste it. We loved, we 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 laughed, we had joy, right? Like I think if we really sat in the idea that 
at the end of the day, the only thing we have truly in common all over the world, every single person, is that we are going to die. If we really led with that, I think that grieving, our grief experiences, would be a little different for each of us. There is no truer way to say I love you than by taking care of each other. That's why this year, the gift of health is all you need. And with Everly Well, you can find 30 plus at home lab tests, vitamins, supplements, and more for every person on your holiday list. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you with personalized results and accessible tools for long-term health. So here's how it works. Everly Well ships products straight to you or your loved one. If you ordered an at-home lab test, the sample can simply be collected at home and shipped back to a certified lab in a prepaid envelope included with the test. Digital physician-reviewed results are sent straight to your preferred device in just days. I recently took the sleep and stress test and I was grateful for how quickly and easy the at-home test process was. The gift of health has never been so easy to share than it is this holiday. For listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash TY. That's everlywell.com slash TY for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash TY. So after I got done watching, um, obviously I went over to Facebook because that's what we do. If we get done watching, we go and emotionally vomit. That is kind of what Facebook, Facebook is like my live journal. You know, I go there to kind of just vomit all of my emotions over there. So I posted a thought that I had immediately after um, and it reads, I often wonder if it's worse to say goodbye or not getting a chance to. I thought about this because every time I watch something around grief, it brings me back to my mom. Um, and I think about, uh, lots of you know, but for those who don't, my mom passed away of cancer in 2013. And we found out she had cancer um, after a series of mis, mis- uh, diagnosis that happened. Finally, in July of 2012, she was diagnosed with stage four lymphoma. So everything happened very very, very fast. Like it almost happened immediately. Um, and we began cancer treatment, but then quickly realized that that wasn't working and then my mom was dying. So I spent almost eight months saying goodbye to her in lots of different ways, preparing for her death, you know, getting papers together, uh, saying last words, having last experiences. And so I spent the the large, a large part of her last days saying goodbye to her and a lot of that felt a lot of that felt like torture for me because um if you know anything about hospice some some hospice centers or experiences um are very detailed and very informing and i won't say that i won't say that my mom's hospice experience wasn't informing. But what I will say is that lots of us, I knew what was happening in the beginning, right? Like when someone goes to hospice or palliable care, as they call it, it's comfort care, which is basically um, 
preparing you, making you comfortable for the transition. Um, And lots aren't explained that in that way. Lots believe it's, you know, just an extensive care. Like that's medically what's happening in hospice is that I am preparing you to, to, to die. I am making you comfortable for the next, for your next journey. Right. Um, But that experience can last a range of times. Right. And so for my mom, what the doctor thought would be, I'm going to send her home with hospice two, three weeks turned out to be three months. So on top of the prior four months that I was saying goodbye, I had another four months to say goodbye um, and kind of just the the double dutch of it all, you know, wondering is is this the day? And they do a re- they do a relatively hospice uh, workers do a relatively good job at kind of preparing you. Like I said, I was kind of prepared, but you still don't really know how to maneuver it. It's one of those experiences where you don't know how to maneuver it until you are actually in it. And so. My mom was supposed to die three weeks after hospice. And that lady said, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> and literally um, from December, she actually died in April. So um, it was very much, again, a, a teeter-totter of is today today? Is today going to day? Um, and, and eventually you, you get to the point where your body starts to really begin to shut down. And so the anxiety of it all kind of dissipates and you begin to realize and understand it understand that this is the day or these will be the days. If you struggle with your mental health, you know that just taking better care of yourself isn't always the solution. Sometimes you need something more to achieve a real and lasting breakthrough. Maybe it's time you check out a guided ketamine therapy program from MindBloom. Simply take MindBloom's online assessment and schedule a video consultation with a licensed clinician to determine if MindBloom is right for you. If approved, you'll discuss your health history and goals for mental health treatment with your clinician. Then MindBloom will send you a kit in the mail with medicine, treatment materials, and tips for getting the most out of your experience. They will help you achieve better outcomes with lower costs and greater convenience. Right now, MindBloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six-session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com TY and use the promo code TIE at checkout. Go to mindbloom.com slash TY promo code TY for $100 off your first six session program today. That's mindbloom.com slash tie promo code TY. With that, I just wonder, you know, which one is worse? And, And it's a crazy question, right? Because this isn't, I love to say this isn't the struggle Olympics. So the the comparison of the two is kind of wild, but it just, it just made me thought. So I'm going to read some of the responses. And I I think a lot of you um, are on the side of not getting a chance to is the hardest. So Christine wrote, um, I think not getting the chance to, 
I lost my grand to breast cancer in 2002. Small family, so we had shifts, if you will. My grand called for me to come over, but it was my mom's shifts, not mine. I was in the middle of getting my then very young kids ready for bed. She went into a coma that night and died the next day. I am 100% certain she called me over because she knew it was time. I wish I had have known. And I get it. I definitely get it. And I, and I, and I feel... I feel um, I feel torn because again, it's it's a it's a question because as, as humans we are comparative, right? Like we like to compare things, and it's just one of those things that makes me wonder. I'll read some more responses because they were really good. Uh, Nicole wrote, "Definitely not getting a chance to." I think saying it in the moment is probably harder than not getting to, but down the line, I can't imagine a bigger regret of not saying goodbye. Out of the depths of grief, I don't think I could live in a world where I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to Bryant or my grandmother. Bryant um, is my friend's baby who who passed away in the NICU unit. Um, and so Shay Shay, <laughs> hey Shay Shay, Shay Shay writes, uh, for my mom, not saying goodbye to my grandmother was rough on her. She never said it, but her grief process, yikes. Uh, Tracy writes, I just wish I was able to ask some questions. My mom passed so unexpectedly. It was a shock and turned everything upside down. One is an explosion and the other is a slow burn. Both hurt like hell. Um, and Tracy is a friend of mine who also lost her mom, like she said, unexpectedly, but such a great analogy. Um, and again, from scratch, led my mind to ponder so much. And I think that this is the part of, um, this is the part of grief or, or just being emotionally intelligent. I enjoy the most because I just get to sit as bitter, as bittersweet as it is, as sad as it is, you know, um, it, it's, it's painful. It's hard. It's, it's lots of words, right? Um, but even with those words, I have enjoyed, uh, the conversations I've had, I've enjoyed, um, I've just enjoyed the journey of learning about life. Um, and unfortunately, a part of life is death. If you were the kind of person who shied away from challenges, you would not be the person you are today. Need to hire someone who loves a good challenge as much as you do? To find them fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. My favorite part of Indeed is their Assessments feature. It helps take the stress out of the interview process. Candidates get to show their skills before the interview so you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Visit indeed.com slash self-care IRL to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash self-care IRL, indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Terms and conditions apply.
I'm gonna read a few more comments because they're just they're just so good. Um, but Goody writes, "My mom passed suddenly at 56. One day I was deep in sadness surrounding her her passing. I went to work and I was talking to God about how if I had have known she was going, it might have felt better." God is good. He will answer you when you need it. I was in the copy room and a colleague walked in. She started to share that she was feeling down because her dad had passed. It was cancer and he'd suffered for months before passing. She said to me, I often wonder if it would have felt better had he had gone suddenly. Glory, glory, glory. The answer is it's going to hurt because it is that love is leaving you behind and it doesn't matter what circumstance surrounds you. There's going to be pain. That's it. <laughs> um, I still, I still wonder. And, 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 and maybe the answer is there is no worse. They both, it's, it's a different kind of pain, right? Like they, they, they both feel bad. They both carry either, um, a lasting weight of anxiety or, or they carry a regret. Right. Um, and so I, I just think it's interesting again, how we go through life and kind of, um, I don't know if we realize how similar we are or, or if we realize how often we are experiencing the same things. Um, I, I read an article, um, from, the writers who, again, it's a true story. So the writers are uh, Timbe and Attica Locke. They are sisters in the movie and sisters in real life, obviously. Um, and there was an interview with them. Uh, Attica is a, a author. I've, now I feel like I have to read all her books. And then Timbe wrote a memoir which about this, which is also, I feel like I need to read. But um, in one of the interviews that I read, uh, Attica wrote, um, I will sometimes get what I call a grief bubble coming where I get this profound anxiety and I'm shocked at how grief can 10 years later look exactly like it did 10 days after somebody died. It can attest, it can arrest you. The lifelong experience with it is so real. Um, and I read that thinking like, wow, cause it has been, um, almost 10 years for me. It'll be 10 years, um, this April, since my mom passed and some days, some days, some days it feels like it just happened. Other days, you know, I'm fine. And it feels like the 10 years that it has been right. It feels like a long time ago. Like she's missed so much. I was, I was in uh, New Orleans for my birthday, like I said, and we're partying like we're, you know, on bourbon street drinking and whatever. And I look at my phone and in the recent calls, there's a call which feels like in my head, this this isn't what happened. But when I saw the name, I thought, I got a missed call from my mom. What the hell? And I'm staring at it. And obviously, it's a butt, I butt dial. But I didn't even realize that I had my mom's number still in my phone, right? And I'm, you know, you, you guys know, I am a big analyzer of happenstance like I don't believe anything happens just because 
Um, but it was my it was my birthday. Like it, you know, it it went from eleven three to eleven four, and now we're in the next day. But you know, we're still outside. It's like at this point, it's like twelve thirty. I look at my phone because it's my birthday and my phone's blowing up, and I get I get what appears again as this missed call from my mom. Turns out I had actually dialed the number um, earlier in the day, and you know whatever, and just didn't notice it. But seeing it at that time, it felt like what I needed, which in, in, in the, in the, in where I am now, sometimes I need, or I would love if she could call me, you know, I would love to hear her voice. And just for a split, split second for 2.2 seconds, I thought to myself, wow, my mom called me like, wow. And then I'm like, girl, you're tripping. She's not here with us anymore. But it's crazy how our minds, our, the universe, all the things conspire to give us what we need when we need it. And oftentimes each birthday, not even oftentimes, I'll be honest and say every daggone birthday, I get into this again, as Attica describes it as a grief bubble, um, because I am, I'm wanting and wishing for those really small gestures of love that I would get from my mom. And yes, sure, I get it from lots of other people, but um, I'm I'm wondering, uh, or wanting rather, I'm yearning for that from my mom. So for those split, for, for just for two seconds, I thought, wow, my mom called me. And I think about those two seconds and how good my body was allowed to feel, um, even in the um, fantasy of it all, right? Because again, my mom's died, but in the fantasy of the idea that my mom called and kind of seeing it, I think is just what the universe knew that I needed. Um, and so again, it the grief is a, a a wild, 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 wild. I can't say wild enough. Grief is a wild experience. And we all experience grief at different levels, multiple times, sometimes more than others. You know what I mean? Um, and so again, this was just my emotional vomit. There was really no point to this. I just turned my mic on to, 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 to get it all out. If you have the chance, please give from scratch a chance, get your tissues out around episode six. Um, I think, or I believe, I believe that experiencing emotional experiencing the emotional tides of other people allow you to reconcile your own and i think far too often we deprive ourselves of that rec- reconcil- reconciliation because we think the tide or the waves of the other person's journey is going to be too much. But I want you to explore emotions from the other side in your boat, right? Like sit comfortably in your boat and ride the wave of someone else's journey. Take out what you can, take out what makes sense for you, take out what struck a nerve, take out what made you mad, take about take out what made you sad, what made you think, right? But Try your best to experience the emotional tide from your boat and just get some perspective on how people move. I promise you, 
it will serve you in ways that you will not be able to explain because I can't often explain how I feel sometimes when I watch these things that even like, you know, we were all watching This Is Us for a while um, and a million things and just the emotional tides that I went on kind of peeking into someone else's life. Um, I'll first say I'm wrapping this up or trying to wrap this up. This is also why I do show notes because now I'm rambling, but um, it really does. When I watch these kind of emotionally um, taxing series or, or shows, it really does put perspective on some things. Like it, it makes me wonder like, Dad, was I overreacting with that? Or did I not react enough? And sometimes I think that those are the two really crucial um, questions we should be asking ourselves as we aim to be better, to be more emotionally intelligent, to really, really practice what we know and love as self-care in real life. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for for just leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are here every week, faithfully listening and supporting the podcast. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story that you want to share, please consider joining our community. Log on to patreon.com slash self-care. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash self-care IRL. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Monday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG Stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do you go a favor and share it so we can keep the conversations going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I enjoyed you. And until next time, toodles. Mm-hmm.